smartcast you are listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast hello everyone welcome back to sheesleys this week we are in conversation with rashi rashi is a suicide loss survivor her brother was only 18 years old when he became a victim of suicide hi my name is rashi thakran i am a 21 year old engineering graduate and mental health advocate i am currently based in bangalore with my family and i am a survivor of suicide loss i had a wonderful childhood my father was in the indian air force so we were moving around a lot My mother was also in the armed forces but decided to quit her job to take care of me and my younger brother. We've always been a close-knit family and I could share almost anything with my brother. My brother Raghav and I share the same birthday month. Our birthdays are just 4 days apart and when we were smaller, mom would throw us a combined birthday party. We would always be on board because it meant two cakes. more gifts more friends twice the fun it's one of my most treasured memories from childhood fast forward to 2018 i was in mumbai with my family for new year's eve there is this video where raghav can be seen dancing right next to me and you wouldn't believe it's the same person who decided to end his life a few days later yes Six days later, on 6 January 2019, I lost my brother to suicide. He was only 80 years old. It was sudden, shocking, and none of us saw it coming. It hit us like a truck in the rain, and in a matter of seconds, he was gone. I still remember the doorbell ringing at 9 p.m. and my dad yelling, "Raghav is gone! He's gone!" I remember rushing to the hospital. and watching the doctors give up and take him away i remember finding the letter which i couldn't even process the first time i read it and i remember calling my mom who was in bangalore at the time trembling trying to suppress my tears not wanting to let her know what had happened until she got home i remember feeling numb and broken and completely lifeless our lives had changed forever We never found out why he did what he did. But we do know that it was not because of his exams. He was a brilliant student and was under no pressure. We know now that he was sad and he did a great job hiding it from all of us, even his best friend. We know that he had been struggling for a long time, but he himself could never understand what was bothering him. He was in pain even when he had everything going on for him. How could he expect others to understand when he couldn't? The months that followed were very hard. I was suffering from crippling anxiety, insomnia, and grief all at once. I couldn't sleep at night. I couldn't focus on my studies, and I couldn't stop crying. There was this one time when I experienced a severe panic attack in the middle of the night. I couldn't move. I couldn't cry. I just kept screaming with my mom next to me. I told her it was all too much that I wanted to get better. 
This is when my parents decided to take me to a psychiatrist. I wasn't too sure, but I gave in because I just wanted to stop feeling this way. I wanted to get better. My doctor and I worked together on my situation, therapy sessions as well as prescribed medication, and that's how I started coming back. My mother found solace in spirituality and my father in supporting the two women in his life. Another thing that really helped me cope was talking about my grief. I started using social media to talk about my brother and what had happened to us. I started talking about my struggle with mental health. This is when other people started coming out with their stories and we formed a sort of community like an online support system. This gave me a purpose. I applied for change.org's flagship program called She Creates Change. Got selected and started my own petition on their platform asking the government to launch a national helpline number for suicide prevention in India because we don't have a centralized number as of yet. There are a lot of numbers on the internet but most of them are not working are either switched off or aren't very helpful. The response towards my petition has been quite overwhelming. It has received more than 2 lakh signatures which means people understand the gravity of the situation and are taking a stand against suicide. I decided to take a year off in order to work on my campaign and be with my family. I've also realized that I want to pursue psychology so that I can work more diligently towards suicide prevention and get one step closer to where I want to reach in life. I have also launched my own blog called All About Mental Health where I write on mental health and self-care and also try to create a safe space for people. I have worked with Teach for India as part of their HR and city operations team and under their wing I launched an initiative called Care for Fellows which is a comprehensive employee wellness program. I am currently working with ISIC as a global volunteer and will be going to Egypt to work with refugees in January. I conduct workshops and sessions on mental health care and suicide prevention in schools, colleges and various organizations in order to talk about its importance in today's society. We have also published a book in Raghav's memory. It's called Liberation Through the Bridge of Insanity. It is a collection of poems, narratives and short stories written by Raghav in a span of 18 years that he was here with us. We wanted to immortalize him through his work. It is out on all major platforms and is receiving great reviews from the readers from all around the world. It has been a roller coaster ride so far, and life has taken a completely new course for me and my family. I've come to realize how strong and resilient one can be in the face of tragedy. I've come to realize the importance of family and how much I've taken them for granted. I can also tell you that grief is not linear. Some days I can talk about Raghav with a smile on my face. Other days I can barely leave the bed. But I have immense support from my family and friends. They got me through the worst phase of my life. I'm also not ashamed to admit that I am on medication, that I go for therapy and that I cry every once in a while. Mental and emotional health is just as important as physical health. In fact, mental health is the same as physical health. Isn't our brain a part of our body? 
it baffles me when people try to draw a difference between the two. Just like it's important to educate people on how they can take steps to stay physically healthy, we need to talk about the steps people can take to improve their mental health so that there comes a time when people are not ashamed to consult a therapist to help them take care of their minds. In the end, I just want everyone to know that there are people who are listening to you. You are not paranoid, you are not crazy, you're not weak and you're not overreacting. But most importantly, you are not alone. You just have to reach out. Did you know that every year about 8 lakh people become victims of suicide worldwide? Out of this, about a lakh belong to India. In this category, about 80% fall in the bracket of 15 to 29 year olds. Our generation believes in tackling every problem on its own. If this is seen from both a professional and a personal lens, then indeed it is a good characteristic of an independent individual. But when it comes to your emotional demeanor, it might not be an appropriate idea to deal with everything on your own. We have strong women like Rashi and many others who are constantly fighting to prevent suicides and it becomes our duty to support such thoughtful and generous efforts. If you know somebody who is going through a tough time and is not able to express themselves freely, then don't hesitate to check in or have a short conversation for you never know. It might just save a life that matters not only to you but to many others. And lastly, if you wish to talk to somebody regarding your own problems, then do visit our page I need help on health shots where we list down many organizations that can come in for help whenever you need it. You can of course also write to us at healthshots@hindustantimes.com. Remember, a small step can save a life. This is Chaya Dabas signing off. I will see you next week with another champion story. Till then, take care of yourself. Bye bye. You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.